are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate, the professor, Christian. Nate, hi, and we need to pick a new color for my Rewind light. Ooh, hello, Mike. What color is next? Green? No. Red. Oh, that's good. Let's do it with the red. Oh, oh back when, you put, when you put it to red, it changes in and out. Oh, oh okay. Well, that'll keep, keep our audience interested. They can look at the color of the Dynasty Rewind. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, you know, well, they probably won't even see this. But if you're on podcast, you need to go on the YouTube. Check out Mike's little uh, Light of Dynasty Rewind thing behind him. Make sure you subscribe to the channel while you're there. Like all of our videos. Go through all of them over the last month and like them, please. It really helps. There are two of those in existence. One for me. And it was given to me by one of our patrons, Gator. Gator, thank you for the lovely gift. And if you want to hang out in the Discord for free for one week, patreon.com forward slash dinosaur rewind, come check it out. Try it before you buy it, right? And that's yeah. the way a lot, I feel like that's the way a lot more things should be. Hey, other places they might do two, three, four days. We're going to give you guys a whole week just to really make a solid decision. We'd love to see you hang out. If not, we understand too. Things are tight out there. That's why we have three tiers, three great options to choose from. And, you know, you can stash us for the offseason just like these wide receivers that we are stashing for next year. By the way, Nate, I do want to mention that last week I said to stash Jalen Hyatt, five catches for 190 yards. How about that? You knew it happened so quick. I mean, yeah. This is very on brand for you, your first stash. But why don't you tell us who it is? Yeah, my first stash is not like, oh, here's a deep sleeper you haven't heard of. It's Mm -hmm. here's a player that has already shown us that they're pretty decent and maybe they can be even better in a better situation. That's Demario Douglas uh, right now, 7.4 yards after the catch per reception. Mike, he is a guy that can just make things happen after the play. He can create his own yards, which is about the only way you get yards in the new England Patriots offense right now. Yeah. So he has been, you know, one of the brightest things over there so far this season, because it's been a tough season for the New England Patriots, and for that offense. They might be getting a new quarterback this offseason. It might be a guy like Caleb Williams or Drake May. Who knows? But it, it has to improve. This situation has to improve. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine another year of Mac Jones and Bill Belichick and this you know, non-functioning offense. There's nobody that the Patriots and all the success that they've maintained over the last 20 years can deal with another season of that. So this has got to improve. And if it improves – I mean, Demario Douglas's efficiency numbers are really, really good. Like I just said, you know, seven and a half yards per, you know, after con yards after the catch per reception, 2.01 yards per route run. Look, anytime you're over two yards per route run, it's good. 63 points, 67.3 NFL rating. I'm a little dyslexic today. That's when he's targeted. I go back, I was talking about on the last podcast. Um, who was I talking about? Mike, who had such a great, you know, production, but his targets just weren't getting there. Kyle Pitts, you know, yeah. so many good efficiency stats, but just the the execution of those plays was not there. And that's the same thing going with Demario Douglas right now with that sixty seven point three NFL rating. It's got to improve. You got to spend a second round pick to get Demario Douglas. Maybe you have a player in a third uh, to make it happen. But I, th- I, 
Do you think you need a second to get Demario Douglas? I, like I feel like you might. I mean, look, the fact of the matter is you have Mac Jones and then Bailey Zappi, who looks like he's a guy that's playing Mac Jones in a movie. I, <laughs> I think with how bad the quarterback play has been, I feel like you can get a lot of these New England Patriots short of Ramondre Stevenson for cheaper than a second. I feel like if you threw I'd start with a third and go from there. If you have to fluff it with a bottom feeder player, you know what I mean? I would love that. Yeah. I, I thought I I was trying to get Demario Douglas for a third a couple of weeks ago and I, I was struggling to because people were starting to see the breakout. But yeah. you know, with how bad the Patriots offense has been over the past couple of weeks, he might be valued at a third round pick again. That's true. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Did you say where he's valued at? I mean, he's he's 148th on keep trade cut right now. I mean, let's see who he's close to. Oh boy, we're we're scrolling there right now. I mean, so 148th, he's around players like Kendra Miller, Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce. Yeah, I'd much rather have Demario Douglas over all of his players. Yeah, James Conner, Rashid Shahid, who's injured, Kenny Pickett. So, yeah, you could move him right now for a mid second in 2026 which i would make that deal <laughs> yeah absolutely years to get it back so all right nate awesome you're stashing demario douglas i'm stashing houston texans wide receiver john mechie i must be like a closeted texans fan or something like that i love all their guys in the offense but we had a lot of expectations for him coming into the season he has not met them had some injuries you know the lingering hamstring issues glad that he's fully recovered from leukemia that really sucked i mean he's so young i hate to see yeah. Younger people like that suffer from something like that. But he's been kept out of our fantasy lineups because of the hamstring. Robert Woods, he's under a contract at 24, but Houston could save $5 million by releasing him. It's always possible. That would allow Mechie to slide right up into a starting role. I think he could be a solid wide receiver four on your team. Solid-ish. We'll see it first. Hoping for a flex play, you know, a fill-in guy. But I think right now you could also get him for a late third multiple fourths he's valued close to players like kj osborne you could sell him to a contender if he has john mechie's hanging around on his practice squad maybe get a little value back even yeah. if it's a fourth and some fab i'll do it darnell mooney and cedric tillman i'll move those guys right now for john mechie and i think if you're moving players like darnell, darnell mooney and cedric tillman you could get a little bit back on top now when i say a little bit back for trades like this don't ask the world if you're swapping some late round picks getting some fab that's fine. Just getting a little something back on top of it. These are good moves that could pay off in the future. Yeah. I think you could trade like OBJ for John Mechie and like a, maybe a third. Okay. Well, why don't Fourth. you tell you, or you could stash his teammate instead. Yeah. I'm stashing Rashad Bateman. My oh, God. Zach, Zach, you're welcome. You know, OBJ going after this year, Rashad Bateman going into a contract year. And the thing is, He's cheap right now. He's cheap. This is the, like one of the lowest prices you've ever seen on Rashad Bateman because he has not been productive this season at all. Yeah. Just to be, you know, straight shooter. He's not been productive. Um, Rashad Bateman, though, first round pick. He's not the first round pick that busted out because he can't catch or something like that. He's just really dealt with injuries. He's been inconsistent. Um, but when he has been he fully healthy and on the field, he has been good. He just has struggled to be healthy. And to have Lamar throwing him the ball because of the inconsistency of the offense over the last couple of years. So while I don't expect much from Rashad Bateman moving forward this season, or, you know, there is potential to grow because there's still the rest of the season. And this is a really good offense. This is a team that's going to be going into the playoffs. There's still room to grow for Rashad Bateman. You can get him right now. He's going into a contract year. They might even move off of him. Um, 
going into the season because there has been some prior friction between him and the coaching staff and the GM before about, you know, the wide receiver room. I think most of that's uh, pretty smoothed over by this point, but there's always the potential for a guy like that to be moved who has not been productive at this point. And I think there's talent there with Rashad Bateman, but the situation has not really worked out for him just for some reason outside of the injuries. So if you can go get him right now, I think for late third, mid third, it's not expensive. Like I said, he's not been productive at all. You got a first round talent you can get acquire for cheap. I think that's a decent, you know, dart throw. Um, and my expectation for him is you hold on to him, see if he can maybe get some more run this year with the Ravens, um, have a couple productive games. You might be able to flip him before the season's even over um, for a second round pick or something like that. If he has like two or three games in a row where he you know puts up 15 points, but otherwise. He's going to be on the Ravens offense, a good offense for next season. You have a good little asset you can hold on to, give you some more wide receiver depth and a little bit more upside at the bottom of your roster. I love this. I mean, he's he's valued ahead of guys like Desmond Ritter, Curtis Samuel, Rico Dowdle. If you could move J.K. Dobbins, who's injured right now for him, that'd be great. J.K. Dobbins. Unfortunately, as much as I love J.K. Dobbins, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't know. I don't think he's, he's running back and coming off multiple injuries. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, I completely agree. Um, I love the dude and everything. Love what he brings to the table. But if he's hurt, it's not going to do any good for you. Um, You know what else will do no good for you? Not sticking around after we return from the short break from our sponsors. All right. Welcome back, everybody. And now you get to hear me tell you why. I am stashing New Orleans Saints wide receiver A.T. Perry. Leave A.T. is short for a Torian, by the way. Thank you. Get him now. He'll be seeing an uptick due to New Orleans wide receivers injuries. Got a whole week to prepare. I know this podcast is going to come out after New Orleans next game, but still, I liked him pre-draft. I like his frame. He's 6'5", 205. Good spot during yeah. the draft. New Orleans, I believe he was, yeah, he was a good flyer for the Saints in the sixth round, but he's a little bit different than what the Saints have there. You know, he's a little lankier, a little taller than Chris Olave. He's not a complete mental basket case like Michael Thomas. So, you know, there's just a little bit of <laughs> differences there. He's got his opportunities. This is going to be your chance to buy him cheap if he balls out or does anything with his opportunity. And if not, you're burning a late-round pick. I'm okay with burning late-round picks to go after potential upside. You know, especially if you can grab him from a rebuilder, guys that are already looking towards the future, they may not care so much about A.T. Perry so much, get yeah. rid of him cheap. You know, it's a wait and see, but I'm hoping if he's like a wide receiver for a good bench piece that you could rely on or who who knows, you could buy him for a single fourth right now and flip him for a third or second in the future later. Yeah. If he starts to do well, these things happen. You know, I think like, he's a great candidate for you buy for a fourth, you flip for a third. Yeah, I would be completely happy with that. It's like uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Just make sure you're not flipping from an early fourth to a late third. Not, I mean, yeah, it helps a little bit, but yeah, make sure you make sure your time's worth it. Exactly, um, Nate. Who else are you stashing? I actually considered putting him on here, but I was like, that's that's Nate's dude. There's somebody you're leaving off this list too that I'm surprised about. We'll oh. get to that afterwards. All right, we'll have to get to that because I, I feel bad now. Um, Trey Palmer, and this is a guy that actually I have, I have a couple question marks about. But he's getting opportunity. And when you have late round guys that are getting opportunity, I'm always kind of chasing that because rookies that get opportunity, NFL is a hard league to get on the field. And especially as a rookie, you know, you you could be a decent rookie, but if there's just decent veterans ahead of you, they're going to get in the field usually because they're just veterans. They're experienced guys. And Trey Palmer 
has been getting on the field for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's got 41 targets so far this season, only 25 receptions for 227 yards and two touchdowns. But playing behind Mike Evans, who's been healthy this whole season, Chris Godwin for a Baker Mayfield-led offense that has Rashad White catching a whole bunch of passes, that's not really too bad. He started pretty strong. He's faded a little bit since. He hasn't really done so well over the past four games or so. Um, but he's still out there getting opportunities. He had that production he showed in the beginning of the season. I'm chasing after a guy like Trey Palmer, who I think I can get for a fourth-round pick, fourth-plus maybe, uh, just a little throw in on top of that. Because next year, Mike Evans is gone. He's a free agent um, this offseason. So I don't expect the Buccaneers to retain him. And if they do, you know, I, I'm not losing too much because I'm only putting a fourth a little bit more into Trey Palmer uh, as a flyer. So, um, you know, what he's done so far this season, he's a fast player. He can get down the field. He's made some nice catches so far this season. I know it's a little bit of a high re- highlight reel thing, but hey, when you show me that you can make some catches outside of your frame, extending, you know, and getting through contact, that's something I'm going to take you know note of. Trey Palmer, he's, he's doing a couple different things for the Buccaneers right now in that wide receiver three, four role. So, I like to maybe take a flyer on him moving into the next season. Yeah, and I really like this one too because Mike Evans gone after this year, like you said. It's also important to know Chris Godwin is gone after 2024. Technically, he's under contract after that, but he, they're all void years. Um, so I'm not saying he's going to be the next Mike Evans or the next Chris Godwin, but we see a path to opportunity. And you're right, when late round guys start to get targets behind. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Kate Otten, who's been getting a lot of runs, yeah. too, you know. So the fact that he's getting factored in, I like this a lot. I think that's great. If you can get him for a fourth, I'm down completely. Can he uh, be the next Scotty Miller? I mean, well, you could have traded Scotty Miller at one point for maybe a late second. Do they still have Tyler Johnson on their roster? Remember? I do not believe so. Yeah, I, I kind of was bummed. Tyler Johnson, I feel like maybe never got it. Was a, that was a good wide receiver. He was a good was. wide receiver. He did not belong in the fifth round. No, he didn't. But I guess there was some pre-draft stuff going on. Remember, he was not invited to like the Senior Bowl or any of that stuff. Yeah, weird. Found out. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but unfortunately, you can't get my guy for a fourth day. You got to. No, you can't. For Buffalo Bills wide receiver Khalil Shakir, ladies and gentlemen, your starting slot wide receiver, Stephon yeah. Diggs might be gone. I mentioned before that I do like Gabe Davis as well. Let's buy a cheaper guy on that Bills offense. He's seen a good uptick in usage, and, you know, there could be more if Diggs is uh, really unhappy and he does leave, and Josh Allen spreads the ball around a little bit more. Also, Josh Allen needs to stop taking so many hits. You're worth a lot of money to that franchise. Protect yourself. And I think, honestly, he could be a wide receiver three on your fantasy team, especially with the, the targets he's been getting. Really good guy to have on the bottom end of your roster. So when you need to bring somebody up to put into your lineup, you're not like, oh, I need to go grab somebody off of the wave wire and hope they get me four points. You got Khalil Shakir there. You're going to be happy about it. I think you can get him for a late second or multiple thirds right Mm now. um, He's also valued similarly to players such as Jalen Hyatt, Devin Singletary, Josh Palmer, and Noah Brown. So if I can move Jalen Hyatt plus to get Khalil Shakir, I would do it. For sure. Yeah. Even though I like Jalen Hyatt as a stash, I mentioned that I last also week. Do that. But I would much rather stash Khalil Shakir, to be honest with you. I, I love this pick. You know, I love Khalil Shakir. You know, I was really a big fan of him coming out of the draft. Well, and especially being a yeah. Boise State Bronco guy. Yeah. Um, really. I have him in a lot of different places. Very excited to see, you know, him in that starting slot role for the for the Bills. 
Yeah. Uh, so Nate, do you know who I think that you forgot on this list? I know you had put on the show sheet before I filled it out, Jalen Tolbert. Yes, that was the guy I was talking about. And I took him off because I was like, that's Nate's dude. I bet he's going to want to talk about him. You know, I, I like Jalen Tolbert. Is the hope still there? Would you stash the hope, him? The hope is still there, yes. Um, after a really rough rookie season where I lost hope, um, I, I still have hope in Jalen Tolbert. I have I have one league where I dropped him, picked him up like three different times. Um, so, so the hope is still there for Jalen Tolbert. You know, when you have guys like that, that you like, and you have to make that tough decision, do I drop this guy for whatever reason I need to do? What I've been thinking to myself is, can I find another Jalen Tolbert? If you think he's a guy that's easily replenished in the draft, through waiver wires, through a cheap trade, I'm fine with dropping guys. I'm not as sentimental as I used to be. It's all business now. You know what I mean? Also, Trey Lance is the third string quarterback for the Cowboys. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. How about that? So that's it. Some stashes. We got some good stashes for you and maybe a Jalen Tolbert stash. Who did you think? Is that who you thought I was talking about? Yeah. I saw him on the show sheet. All right. All right. It's like showed my cards too early. So um, that's it for us, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. So until next time for Nate, I'm Mike. Talk to you later. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash dynasty rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.